Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. From Decrypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily, and my name is Matthew Diemer. Today on the show, Grayscale has lots of Bitcoin under management. The SEC halts a DAO, and Rolling Stone mints its first ever NFTs. That's coming up today on the Decrypt Daily. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, everyone. Today is Thursday, November 11th, 2021. It's Veterans Day, and just so happened today, I'm going through a lot of stuff that my dad gave me out of the attic of our old house. I haven't seen these things for like 20 years or so. And my dad is a, uh, a history buff, if you will. So Civil War, World War One, World War Two, and Vietnam War for the most part. And I opened up a box of pictures that he sent me when I was living either in Hawaii or uh, somewhere else around the world. And he showed me pictures of him in Washington, D.C., in Arlington, at the Vietnam Memorial, um, and all kinds of different other places in front of memorials and statues. And, and the reason why he always did this is he always wanted to make sure that I remembered and realize the sacrifices that were made by men and women, men and women in America and our allies around the world uh, throughout the years, throughout the decades, throughout the generations. And I want to say thank you to everyone, everybody who's listening, who's a vet uh, all around the world, by the way, uh, no matter where you are. Thank you for your service. I know that we have at least one listener that is serving in Guam right now in the Army. Uh, thank you for your service. And thank you to all my friends and family members that have served. Um, I asked a question yesterday about... Do you think Bitcoin is being politicized? And I want to get your answers to this. And please send me an email, MatthewAaron at Decrypt.co. Do you think that the political powers at B, the Republicans, the Democrats, are trying to pull Bitcoin or the crypto narrative to their side for their own political purposes? And if so, what are they? Do you think that Bitcoin is more uh, Republican or Democrat? Do you think that that's being driven by a certain narrative, by a certain uh, side, if you will? And I, I'm just wanting to wonder, how can we make Bitcoin bipartisan? And I want your answers before I tell you my opinions. Again, Matthew Aaron at Decrypt.co. Now let's get into those crypto prices. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. And I'm recording this at 11 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Bitcoin is in at $64,770, down 5.3% in 24 hours. And I just want everybody to just breathe if anybody's wondering if the crypto market's going down, Bitcoin's at $64,000. Just relax. Again, everybody, every time there's a down, we see all kinds of FUD. I don't know why, but just breathe. I'm more worried about inflation than I'm worried about the Bitcoin price. Ethereum is at $4,717, down 2.6%. Binance Coin is at $624, down 4%. And Tether's in the number four spot, back into the top five. And Solana's at the number five spot at 200 and $38, down 2.7%. Running off the top 10, we have Cardano, XRP, Polkadot, Dogecoin, and USDC. Got a mention SHIB, who popped up 9% in 24 hours. Total market cap, we're at $2.84 trillion, a BTC dominance of 43.1%, and an ETH dominance of 196 And now it's time for Coin of the Day. 
Our coin of the day today is InsureAce. InsureAce. Number 920 on coin market cap. Ticker INSUR. Price $1.78, down 3% in 24. Market cap is $20 million. Fully diluted market cap is $178.3 million. That means 11% is in circulation. The all-time high for InsureAce, yes, I'm saying that correctly, InsureAce, is $16.84. It's down 90% since its all-time high seven months ago. All-time low was one day ago. Oh, okay. It's up, it was one day ago at $0.85, cents, up 100% since then. It doesn't look good as one day ago, and we're at a $3 trillion market cap. What is going on with InsureAce? Well, you can buy it on Huobi, Uniswap, Shitcoin Mecca, and that's pretty much it. Volume eh, on Huobi is about a million dollars. Coin Market Cat says it's low confidence, uh, but you know it looks like I don't. I have no clue. It's you're trading with USDT, so it seems like it should be pretty okay. And so, what does InsureAce do? Well, InsureAce.io is a decentralized protocol that aims to offer reliable insurance services. Well, go figure that. The protocol provides decentralized finance DeFi assets with flexible and reliable coverage. The claimed benefits for the users include low insurance premiums, high return on investment, cross-chain coverage, and wallet availability. Insurance is both a DeFi and insurance protocol, thus it has two platforms, insurance and investment. They function in synergy. So it's a DeFi protocol that offers insurance. I guess it's one of those things like, if it's an insurance protocol, the only way you know if this works is when you need it and if it doesn't work when you need it then it doesn't work uh, but until you need it you don't know if this actually works so it's really hard to see if this is obviously insurance on your crypto is a great idea but again it only works when you if it works when you need it and the only way to tell is that you have a big problem and you need to call your insurance and then figure out if this works or not well anyway that's number 920 on coin market cap it's insurance ticker INSUR. Moving into today's headlines. Digital Asset Manager Grayscale has topped $60 billion in assets under management. That's abbreviated AUM. Yes, I saw that and I was like, what the hell is this? And then it just clicked. Oh, yeah, assets under management. Makes sense. Surpassing, by the way, the assets under management of SPDR Gold Shares, the largest and most liquid gold exchange traded fund or ETF in the world. Grayscale has $60.8 billion in asset under management, and SDPR only has 58.3. As all of you hodlers know, Grayscale has long really, really, really wanted a spot Bitcoin ETF. And to date, the SEC has rejected every Bitcoin spot ETF proposal put to it. Obviously, there's some contention about that. Grayscale CEO is not happy, says this is pretty political. But Grayscale apparently is doing really well and is in very good position to offer a spot ETF. Maybe I'm going to have to take back my bet that it's not going to be uh, ARK Investment to get the first spot ETF. It might be Grayscale. I think that it's going to be Grayscale. I take it back. The United States Securities and Exchange Commission, the SEC, today stopped the first legally recognized decentralized autonomous organization, or DAO, in the country from registering its crypto tokens and securities, alleging that it put misleading information to would-be investors. American Crypto Fed DAO LLC in September filed for a Form 10 with the SEC, which is used for registering securities for trading on the U.S. exchanges. 
But according to the SEC, the form did not have sufficient information about the tokens named Ducat and Locke. Required information about American CryptoFed was also misleading on the form, the SEC said in a statement Wednesday. American CryptoFed in July became the first decentralized autonomous organization, I don't know why I keep reading that out, it's, it's a DAO, in the U.S. to be granted legal status when it registered in Wyoming. As you guys know, if you're listening to this show since March, Wyoming, in March, passed a bill that recognized DAOs as limited liability companies. And it was the first state to do so, adding to Wyoming's reputation as a crypto-friendly state. So even though it's the first DAO LLC in Wyoming, American CryptoFed has run into trouble and may not be even able to issue tokens at all. You ever have like a million dollar idea that you just kind of never act on? This seems like what this is, and this person's going to kill it. A serial entrepreneur, Greg Eisenberg, is offering a class on NFTs, and you have to buy an NFT to get in. So the first 29 enrollees paid 0.15 F to get in. Number 30 to 50 paid 0.3, 51 to 100 paid 0.6, and so on. The final tier will pay 1.5 F a seat to be in this class to learn about NFTs, which is roughly around, I don't know, seven grand. So if you're interested, I don't know why, but this article seems like an ad for this guy's uh, class, and I really don't want to promote it because, I mean, NFTs, you can learn it online, you can learn by doing, you can learn by just, you know, spending a little bit of money and time, and obviously YouTube has plenty of information but i guess some people think they need a class and it might be beneficial i don't know what the course is i don't know how good this person is i never heard this person before but so far he generated 80 f or three hundred eighty-eight thousand dollars for this class if all 288 seats are snatched up for this class for some reason that's the limit that he feels that he can manage in a class size which is absolutely huge but he's gonna earn around 1.3 million dollars at current F prices. Maybe I should do a course. The Decrypt Daily Week of Crypto 101 course. Get your beak wet in crypto and learn everything you want. All inclusive. 0.5F. Would you sign up? If you would, send me an email. MatthewAaron at Decrypt.co Making good on an announcement last week, Rolling Stone has entered the NFT market today by launching its digital magazine covers created with a partnership with Boyd Ape Yacht Club. The covers are the first of seven planned to be released on NFT form by Rolling Stone in collaboration with Bored Ape creators Yuga Labs. The remaining five digital pieces will be created by various NFT artists and feature a signature Bored Ape character on them. And if you didn't see them, they're pretty damn cool. They are pretty damn cool. And a lot of these different magazines are getting into this space. If you guys remember, The Economist launched an NFT cover for their magazine, and I think it went for like $430,000. Well, the Bored Apes are already a billion-dollar business, and so I can't see these magazine covers being cheap. Many of FTX's recent deals, acquisitions, and partnerships have been about playing catch-up, according to the founder, Sam Bankman-Fried. He said, in quote, there's been some user growth, but we are really coming from behind in name recognition. That's a lot less long than some of the other big names in the crypto exchange business. When someone's looking to get involved in crypto for the first time, we found that they haven't heard of FTX. Well, they're making big moves to make sure that everybody heard of FTX. As you guys know that they spent $220 million to buy an esports team, TSM. They spent $135 million to put their name on the arena that used to be the Miami Heat arena, but now it's the FTX arena. And they spent $17.5 million for naming rights on the Cal Memorial Stadium. 
So Sam, he is making big moves. Our editor-in-chief, Dan Roberts, tweeted, Just had a great chat with SBF, Sam Bateman-Fried, by the way. Asked him if he could tell for sure that all the sports sponsorships are boosting customer acquisition. He said he can't quite prove that, but it has been huge for name brand awareness. You can't just buy that with Facebook ads, Sam says. And finally, you probably heard this from me 40,000 times already on this show, but now you're going to hear it from other people. Regulations, or lack thereof, remain a huge issue for firms watching from the sidelines, said the CEO and founder of crypto trading terminal Aurorex and the head of sales of institutional crypto trading platform Copper. They said this in quote, It would be really nice if the United States government or anyone in the regulatory capacity would come out and establish a framework which, in our minds, should be unique and different in that we're talking about an asset class that is global, permissionless, borderless, 24-7, 365. I think that if we took as much more open architecture approach to the regulatory framework and didn't try to put a round peg through a square hole, we would be in better shape. But we have to live with the rules that are given to us. End quote. So I'm going to go in on my little rant. Yes, yes, and yes. Come on, government. United States government, UK government, EU government, Australian government, whatever government we're talking about, there has not been any that has come out to actually create frameworks so people can go in there and start setting up shop. I mean, we're talking about maybe Gibraltar and Panama and Malta maybe, but look, the US really needs to buckle down, learn about this, get legislators into office to understand this new emerging industry and allow these entrepreneurs to start being what they are, entrepreneurs, creators, wealth creators, job creators, creating a new technological industry. And it should be set up here in the United States. But why are people sitting on the sidelines? Because they don't have the capital. They don't have the ability to fight the SEC, to fight regulators, to fight states suing them and shutting them down for just making products in an industry that isn't going to go anywhere. This isn't going anywhere. Can everybody just understand that that's in government right now? Sit down, put the work in, make the rules, so these people can build businesses that are going to power the future. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Diemer. Don't forget to go to Apple Podcasts, like, subscribe, share, and leave me a comment. Also, you can always email Matthew Aaron at Decrypt.co, and you can go to DiemerForCongress.com, that's D-I-E-M-E-R, for Congress.com, and donate to the campaign. And until tomorrow, we can review Happy Hodling everyone.